So my adventures with Superman wrapped up last week, so let's review it. My Adventures with Superman is a serialized coming-of-age story as we follow Clark as he builds his secret Superman identity and embraces his role as the hero of Metropolis, and perhaps the world. Lois, now growing into a star investigative journalist, takes aspiring photographer Jimmy Olsen under her wing. Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning. I am going to be reviewing My Adventures with Superman Season 1. For those of you who don't know and have not been hearing the chatter about this show on the internet. This is an anime-inspired Superman show produced by Adult Swim, which is, again, meant to evoke the feel of an anime, but also take a very different look at Superman as a character. Not a very different look, but a new interpretation of Superman, while very much sticking to the roots of the character and not making him a villain or anything like that. Which I, as soon as I heard that, was really interested because I have been waiting a really long time for a new animated show based off like one of the big DC characters that feels in vain in the vein of a Batman the Animated Series or Superman the Animated Series or the original Justice League and Justice League Unlimited and I've been really and I was really hoping this show would be that but then but also with that I wasn't like excited to check out this show but I was hoping it would be what I thought it had the potential to be so I opened the first episode and almost within a couple of minutes I was completely sold and really wanted to talk about it. But because the episodes were so short and the story progresses relatively slow as an overall season, I didn't really feel like I wanted to make a whole episode about it until the season wrapped up. And it finally did, and I think it's time we review season one. And in this episode, I will be telling you all why I think you should give this show a chance. The first thing that this show 100% nails and made me very, very happy was that this show features one of my favorite on-screen portrayals of Superman we've ever had. Now, Superman is a character who is, has always been one of my favorite comic book characters. He was probably one of my first favorites. Loved him for a very since I was just like a child. And I feel like has not... And I've talked about this a lot when I talk about James Gunn and the DCU and Superman Legacy, that I don't feel it quite gets the due he used to and deserves. And I always say to people, there's a reason... This character has been around in pop culture for over 80 years and will still be around and relevant 80 years from now. And that's because he's a character who represents kindness in a world where kindness is viewed as old-fashioned. And, you know, he can be said to be boring. And, of course, I did steal that quote from Peter Safran, for those of you who are wondering. He, people label him as boring. He's retro. He doesn't fit modern times. Well, I've always said that I really hope we don't live in a world where things like kindness, compassion, hope are no longer relevant because I feel like those things are really important. And Superman as a character represents that. He's a really great role model to a lot of people. And I feel like people don't really realize it. More than that, Clark Kent is just a very relatable character. Even though a lot of people say, you know, he's just a boring demigod. That's not who the character is. I'm trying to wrap this up as quick as possible because I don't want this to turn into another episode where I'm just ranting about why... I hate the fact that people think Superman is boring, even though your opinion is valid. I just don't think people take as good of a look to the character as they should. That the character is still a person who grew up on Earth with loving parents like a lot of people on this Earth and grew up to become a hero because of that, not because he has these powers on, uh, from a different, he's from a different planet. And this show very much has the version of Superman that I love. He has... He's classical, he's hopeful, he's optimistic, 
And I really like the Clark Kent and Superman duality in this show, where we have Clark Kent very much a certain way. He has a certain posture. He has glasses. He's a lot more shy. But Superman is bright and he's confident. But you can still tell there are so much, like the values that Martha and Jonathan Kent imbued into him are still present in both sides of the character. And I feel like that's something that's so important to get. And this show 100% does. And this also feels like a really good adaptation of Superman into an anime style show while still feeling much more like kind of the Justice League animated and Superman the animated series version of Superman as opposed to say Man of Steel where Henry Cavill Superman feels like a bit of an elseworld take on the character even though I love that movie as well as the, the recent DC animated movie universe of Superman where it's kind of based on New 52 and it's not the classic Superman. This goes back to its roots rather than taking from the anti-Superman versions of Superman, which I think is really important for the modern day when we've had almost a decade, if not more, of just Superman when he doesn't feel like Superman and it feels a little darker or just parodies and riffs on Superman, whether that's um, the characters from The Boys, like Homelander or Omni-Man. I mean, I could go on and on. Even the Injustice version of Superman. Like, I could just go on and on about about how many of these evil Superman we've had. It's so nice to finally go back to who the character has and always will be. And I was pretty surprised by how good the voice performances were in this show. They're pretty stellar, almost from top to bottom. Jack Quaid is obviously the big one here. He voices Superman. And I never would have imagined Jack Quaid voicing Superman. I never certainly would have never thought of it. But he really surprised me. And then right away, his voice just really fits this world. And him, alongside the voice actors for Lois and Jimmy, have this really great chemistry about them where you just kind of root for them and are endeared to them as characters. Because in the first episode, these characters are a lot younger than we used to them. Jimmy and Clark, they're all interns at the Daily Planet. And Jimmy and Clark are arrived arriving there for the first time. Lois has been there for a while. Lois is, of course, feisty. Jimmy Olsen is... He has this confident swagger about him to a degree, but he's very nerdy, while Clark is much more restrained, as you expect. And the three just bounce off each other really well. Their personalities are not the same, but they do very much, do very much when, when they're together, make a very fun dynamic. And it really is an ensemble show in the sense that it's more focused on them three together than it is about even Clark Kent individually. And then they're just characters that are really easy to root for, which I really appreciate. And even when it comes to those three characters, this show does make changes to the Superman mythos. And it does make changes to Lois Lane, which have been, which is shown a lot by her how she looks visually. But also, Jimmy Olsen, there are a lot of changes in terms of him not only being a photographer and having this little side thing he's doing. And those changes I thought for both of those characters, whether that's Lois and a bit of her family history and what they hint at those changes that are made i actually do think really much serve the show and it also means that the show doesn't have to do quite as much legwork to catch you up on so much about these characters and they do make some changes to the superman mythos and the way particularly in the way that kryptonian technology looks and and maybe what clark thinks of and maybe how he how he interacts with you know, like the whole holographic version of Jor-El we now see in like every single Superman adaptation. There are changes to that, but it also sticks to the general beat of Superman, his upbringing in Kansas and Smallville, and then eventually moving to Metropolis and meeting Lois Lane. It still sticks to the general beats you need, 
while still not feeling like this, this just being like a carbon copy of Superman 78, which is a great movie that you don't want to just rip that off because that's the most iconic version of the character. But honestly, when it comes to this show, I really think the best thing about it is that it has this old-fashioned positivity and endearingness to not only the energy of the show, but to the characters and the story, how just lean and chill it is, I guess you could say, with how it tells its story, and that the energy it brings in is always so positive. It's very energetic. And whenever I watch this show, it just makes me feel a lot better than probably when I did before I watched it, not for any specific reason, but just it kind of breathes energy into you in a way that I haven't felt with a lot. I don't feel a lot of TV shows. This show has, gives me that feeling, and I really appreciate that. And I do think that's needed in a Superman story, and I think this show very much nails that. And the other thing that I was really surprised at how much I liked were the anime influences, because I heard that they were, when I heard they were making new Superman anime, so I was very much curious to check it out. But there's always some hesitancy, not because of the anime element, although there was, but the other thing is that so many animated shows now are so, you know, aimed at younger audiences. And I think we're at a really dark place when it comes to, like, kids' shows right now. And I just didn't want this show to fall into that. But the other issue that came out, of course, is that I'm not the biggest fan of anime. I've dabbled here and there. But I don't fully vibe with the way anime stories are told, the way the episodes are structured, the very short 20-minute episodes and so many episodes. That's not fully my style of TV show, even if, whether it's animated or not. And But I did feel like that the naive and optimistic and charming energy of this show really much was very much suited to have a anime style, you know, animation, I guess, to it. I don't really know, like visual style to it, where the characters have this very 2D look in a world that feels a lot, has like, it has like a lot more depth, but it does still feel very 2D. And I do like that this show isn't 2D animation, even if this animation style isn't necessarily my favorite. There are a lot of very insane and bombastic moments that those moments don't fully jive with me, just like they don't whenever I've tried to watch any anime. But I do think the animation works in the sense that it's not the most expensive. It was clearly done on a not restricted budget, but on at least a budget where they're not going overboard and trying to reinvent the wheel, which means they can do more of this show. But the action scenes are, I think, where maybe this show stands out the most from an animation standpoint, even if it isn't fully my thing. But I will say the best part about the anime influences were definitely in the character facial expressions and the kind of the reactions. Although they are very, again, anime heavy, I, again, I do, I just think it fits the energy of this show. And I also really like the score of this show where it's like a great mix of, again, feeling like it fits in an anime or Japanese anime or kind of just like a classic superhero theme because it definitely doesn't take the iconic John Williams Superman theme and just, you know, like fold something out of it. But you can kind of feel why this music could be associated with Superman. Now getting on to the story told itself across, you know, all 10 episodes of this first season, I think that as a whole, it started off a lot really enjoyable as just in an episodic sense, but as it went along, it really tied everything together in a really interesting way and brought in a lot more characters from not only Superman, Superman's mythos and his pantheon of villains, but also just the DC universe, such as, I don't think they've been shown in the trailer, so I don't want to say who they are, but some groups of characters associated with very prominent DC characters that I didn't expect, bringing them in to tie together the story. 
but also tying into tying in, for example, Lois Lane and maybe where her, maybe some of her family members, and bringing together Clark's parents throughout the season. And I feel like it lands the ship really well by tying together the villains and all that I just said in in the two parter episodes eight and nine and the finale, where the emotional impact is there and it does some nice payoff with the general character, who has some ties to one of her main trio. And I think it just brings everything together really well. And it just goes really hard in these final few episodes where, again, it's heavy, more, much more heavy on the story, but it feels like the right way to go with this show. And the last thing I'll say is that My Adventures with Superman Season 1 is definitely a four-quadrant viewing experience. And in a sense that almost anybody can enjoy this, whether you're a teenager, you're a child, you're a lot older or you have kids i feel like this is a show that almost anybody could enjoy not only because again it just has moments that are a little more uh, focused on the drama which i'm sure older people will appreciate but also moments that are very humorous and are completely there for just one single joke maybe all those those moments weren't fully my thing and i'll get into that a bit later i think that as a whole it does a great great job of balancing who its target audience are and i think Everyone is really target audience for this. And that is always how Superman should be. And that's how exactly how this show feels, and that's a big win. Now, getting on to some of my criticisms, none of these are very big. This was just overall a really solid, really enjoyable Superman show that I am so excited to see where they go in Season 2, which characters they bring in, where they go with the general Superman story. I genuinely can't wait for that. But there are a few things about the season that did hold it back for me from being say, the greatest version of Superman ever and maybe even the best Superman animated show of all time because I really do think the original Superman, the animated series, is so underrated. And the reason people don't talk about it as much as it is because is because Batman, the animated series, is just phenomenal. I don't quite think this show is on that level, on the level of Batman, the animated series, or Superman, the animated series, or the Justice League cartoon. But it's not because of anything this show does that's overtly bad. There are a couple things about it that, for me, weren't quite my cup of tea. And a few of those were, number one, there are a few characters that I did feel were wasted. The biggest one for me being a character who shows up really early on in the season, so I feel comfortable saying who he is. It might be considered a spoiler, but I don't think so personally because I don't think the show even treats it as a big reveal. And that is Slade Wilson, who is, of course, Deathstroke. He shows up in this, but he's given a really small role and take on the character I didn't really enjoy all that much and I feel like it would have worked a lot better if you just made him a an original character that didn't distract the audience from enjoying the show except Anthony Ivo Amazo who I feel like we could have done more with and then also Parasite who's a Superman villain tied to a very iconic and one of the greatest Superman stories of all time who I don't think was used quite to his full potential in the show and I don't think there's even much for him to come back and do which I thought was a little disappointing. There are also, also some modernization of these characters that made them a little too techy for my taste, where, like, I will say also the designs when it comes to the villains and the Kryptonian technology in the show aren't quite my favorite. I feel like they were very bland, and they just felt a little too out of touch with my preferred classic take on Superman. There are also some elements of the show that are a little too kiddy for me. Now, that is expected in a modern animated show, and even all animated shows, but I did feel it like, especially as the season went along, especially when we got to like the multiverse episode, a lot of it felt like it was losing some of the 
kind of like appealing to older audiences kind of thing. But I did do think it very much brought it back by the end. But towards the middle of the show, I did feel the story itself trying to lose losing me a bit because there were just a lot of sequences that played a little too hard into one target audience. But some and especially some of the jokes and pacing of certain scenes and even certain episodes weren't fully how I enjoy it. Like for example, my TV shows. But I think that's again to be expected with an animated show. Also, I did feel like the number of episodes maybe could have been cut down a little bit, and this does tie into my last point, maybe not jiving as much with some of the style of humor where it did feel a little too filler-heavy. There is also a lot of action thrown in at the end of every episode where it doesn't really feel like there needs to be. It kind of just, just feels like the creator is saying, this is Superman, we need an action scene to close out the episode. But after a while, I feel like they kind of just blend together to the point where when it comes to every episode, I just couldn't remember what who Superman was fighting. But I always could remember what happened between the characters, what was happening to progress the story as a whole. When it comes to the big action scene at the end of every episode, I felt like they were really forgettable after a while, which is disappointing for, again, a superhero show. Overall, my adventures with Superman. Season 1 is a very solid and highly enjoyable Superman show, and it definitely brought back some of the feelings I had when I first watched some of my favorite animated shows of all time when I was a kid, where... This feels like a classic and very, very accurate, but also interesting new version of Superman. The voice performances are certainly really strong, and Jack White plays Superman really well. The characters are very endearing. They have a great, they have great chemistry with each other, and the old-fashioned positivity and endearing energy of the show, I feel like, really brings it a long way. And the anime influences definitely add a lot more style than would have been in here if it was just based on Western animation. I'm going to give my adventures with Superman season one a B. And if you're a fan of Superman or you or you like anime and you like it when some of your favorite characters are taken in a new direction in terms of the visual style, this is a show that I highly recommend checking out. Again, I think it's one that almost everybody could enjoy. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.